Well, good morning. It's good to be back with you. You know, we've been looking at buying a garden bench. And the prices, as you can imagine, vary from supplier to supplier, as does the quality of the wood that is used. And what we want, really, is something that is fit for purpose and something that will last. You know, this puts us in mind of the things we've been looking at lately. The tabernacle. We've seen, as we've talked about it, that it was built to be dismantled and then reassembled as the Israelites travelled to the Promised Land. Then many years later, when the Israelites were settled in the Promised Land, King Solomon built the temple. This was a more permanent place for the people to meet with God. More durable materials were used, but the purpose was still the same. 1 Kings 6 verse 29, we read this, on the walls all round the temple, in both the inner and the outer rooms, were carved cherubim, palm trees, and open flowers. So we see again the symbols of God's creation, symbols that speak of his provision for the people, palm trees and the open flowers. And then when we come to 1 Kings 6 verse 23, we read this, For the inner sanctuary had been made, for the inner sanctuary he made a pair of cherubim out of olive wood, each ten cubits high. You see, the cherubim were carved out of olive wood. Olive wood is a hard wood, it's rich in colour and it's a fragrant wood. And it would be reminiscent for the people of the presence of God and that he was with them. In 1 Kings 6 verse 32 we read this. And on the two olive wood doors he carved cherubim, palm trees and open flowers and overlaid the cherubim and the palm trees with hammered gold. You know, when the work was finished and the temple was built, King Solomon dedicated the temple. And some wonderful passages here that tells us about that, but here's just a few words from that dedication that we read in 1 Kings, and it's chapter 62, just two verses, 62 and 63. Then the king and all Israel with him offered sacrifices before the Lord. Solomon offered a sacrifice of fellowship offerings to the Lord, 22,000 cattle and 120,000 sheep and goats. So the king and all the Israelites dedicated the temple of the Lord. You know, this temple was later destroyed by the Babylonians when the nation of Judah was taken into captivity. You can read all about that in 2 Kings and then into 1 Chronicles. A temple that was destroyed, it was later rebuilt in the days of Ezra and Nehemiah. And you can read about that as well in Ezra and Nehemiah. And that was when the nation returned from exile, when they returned from Babylon. Now both the tabernacle and the temple were fit for purpose. And the purpose was to represent the one who would make the perfect once for all time sacrifice for sin. And again, we go into the New Testament and we can read in Matthew 12 verse 6. Jesus said, I tell you that something greater than the temple is here. The something was actually someone and the someone is Jesus. This is why as Jesus died, the dividing curtain in the temple was torn apart by God. 
Matthew tells us about this in Matthew 27, verse 51. And this is at the moment that Jesus died. At the moment the curtain of the temple was torn in two, turned from, torn from top to bottom. You see, the temple had served its purpose. And in 1 Corinthians 3, verse 16, listen to what we read. Don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit lives among you? And again in 1 Corinthians, this time, chapter 6, verse 19 and 20. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honour God with your bodies. You see, this is a reference to the believer. And the believer who is made fit for purpose and fit to last into eternity. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for these great thoughts as we consider the, the importance of the tabernacle, the importance of the temple, but you remind us that they're just a representative of that which was to come, the one who was to come, the one who would give that perfect once-for-all sacrifice for sin. And our Father, we thank you that when that happened, that you who lives in us, when we take you as our Saviour and you give us the gift of the Holy Spirit, we don't need the temple or the tabernacle. And our Father, we just ask that you will remind us of this privileged position that we are in and that we will honour you through it, through the things we do and the things we say. So we ask these things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, again, it's been good to be with you and uh, God willing, um, we'll meet together again, again around God's word and see what God can say to us through it. So you take care. God bless. Stay safe. Bye now.